and peace and God's blessings to all of you. My name is Pastor Gloria Boyce, and I want to welcome you all to the Billionaire Consciousness Expansion. This evening is an extremely important message in my view. But, you know, sometimes what I think is important and what I think is critical or, or difficult, you guys just, just eat it up like nothing. So I ain't and I'm making any judgments or having any feeling one way or the other. But I'm just saying that this, the understanding of this evening, if you could, if you could get this foundation, the Lord is going to move you in a mighty way. He's going to move you in a mighty way. This evening's message is, is titled, My Peace I Give Unto You. Straight from the Word of God. My Peace I Give Unto You. And we're looking for six readers. The first reader is John 14, 26 to 28. The second is Isaiah 55, 7 to 9. The third is Mark 4, 36 to 39. The fourth is Zechariah 4, 4 to 6. The fifth is Philippians 4, 5 to 7. The sixth is Luke 17, 20 to 22. Now, I know we're sticking to John, but it was necessary to go through these different scriptures in order to support the hypothesis that Jesus said, my peace I give unto you. It was necessary to pull from all these other words to support this hypothesis. So next week we're going to go back to John. We're going to go back to John. But I had to pull from all these other scriptures to support that statement. My peace I give unto you. Because this is a really a turning point, I think, in yours, in every one of us spiritual growth, including mine. This evening, we're talking about my peace I give unto you. And I really want you to understand this because there's a magic, if you want to call it magic, or there's a power or there's a miracle interwoven in this that we seem to overlook from time to time. My peace I give unto you. Now, the scripture tells us, my peace is the peace of Christ. Now, more healings have been brought about through absolute silence than through all the agreements or metaphysical thoughts or doing all sorts of stuff, different things people want to do when they think they're helping someone. But Jesus said, my peace is the peace of Christ. And I'm telling you, you can get more by adopting the peace of Christ. So when we are called upon to help and and more and more you're going to find yourself people could gravitating towards you because you have an illumination that is shining within you. So when we are called upon for help, you just sit down and get at peace. Don't be rattling in your head to try to find what scripture to pray. Just sit down and get at peace. Because it's not your mind doing the work. It's the Christ in you doing the work. So sit down and get at peace. Think no thoughts. Just sit and wait. Wait. Be patient. And wait for the peace of the Christ to descend upon you. 
You hear me, somebody? Understand me, please. Because you guys are not babies anymore. You're going into some deep spirituality because you are ready. So, when somebody come to you or call upon you for any kind of help, don't be start to think, well, how eloquent words you can speak. Think no thought. Think nothing. Just sit and wait. Wait. Be patient and wait for the peace of the Christ to descend upon you. In that moment of peace, without a word, you will witness healing. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Just blank your mind and wait for that peace. Now, just what is required to walk on water because we see that the scripture tells us Jesus walk on water. So just what is required to walk on water or to dispel the storms? Is it some mental agreement or denial or affirmation? Now you all done all these kinds of things. So it's necessary for me to dispel some of these things because they didn't work then and they're not going to work now. So what is required to, to dispel the storm? Let's uh, go for water because you can't fathom yourself walking on water, but you could quiet a storm. So what is required to quiet the storm? What do you need to dispel the storm? Is it some mental argument in your head or some kind of affirmation? Look at what Jesus did. All that Jesus said to the storm was, peace, be still. That's it. Peace, be still. That was all. Just peace, be still. And this is the peace that we're talking about this evening. This peace that you can activate within yourself. So, know this. Healing takes place once that sense of peace that realization of the Christ has been experienced. Are you hearing me, somebody? Healing takes place. Now, whatever kind of healing. Healing takes place when that sense of peace, that realization of the Christ has been experienced. We may not know how or why. But let me tell you the how and the why is when we are in that state of consciousness, when we in that moment of peace that we do not fight or we do not oppose or we do not resist the error or claim anything, that is the reason for the healing. When you're in that moment of peace, you're not fighting, you know, let me just say this is part of my preamble. So let me say this. Somebody have a, a problem. A, let's say an ailment. And they keep on fighting it. Fighting it, fighting it. The more you fight it, the more you aggravate it. You could follow your doctor's instructions and say, all right, this is what my doctor say, but you know what? I'm not letting this stop me from living my life. I am moving ahead. 
I am doing what I want. I'm going where I want. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I am not going to let anything stop me from moving forward. By so doing, you're not fighting anything. You're not opposing anything. You're at peace. But whatever they say, the doctors say, or this one say, you're at peace. You're fighting it by denying it. You're not accepting it, but you're not denying it. It's, it's just there. You get me, somebody? So, if you accept something, you can't fight it. It's when you're, when you're denying something, no, you're, you're fighting it. So, we're not accepting it. We're not fighting it. It's just there. And you go along with your life. You know, there's a story of a man who the doctor gave him six months to live. Six months. And... He had some kind of heart condition. The doctor gave him six months to live. And this man always wanted to plant orchids. He loved orchids and he wanted to to create different varieties and mix and match and plant. So he decided that he's going to do just that. Two years later, he met someone and said, Oh, the last time I met you is when I just came from the doctor. I said I had six months. The man said he was so busy with the orchids and the beauty of them, he forgot to die. So what I'm saying is he didn't accept it. He didn't deny it. That is peace. When you have peace within yourself, you're not resisting anything. There's no, it's like a non-resistance to error. You're not fighting anything. You're not opposing anything. You're just at peace and you're, and you're going about living your life and doing your whatever it is you're called upon to do without thinking or that you have any restrictions or anything of that matter because you don't. All right, I hope this makes some kind of sense. All right, let's go to the scriptures. Let's go to the word of God. And as we go through the word of God, it will make a lot of more sense to us and then we'll come back to the word. First reader, John fourteen, twenty-six to 28. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. You heard me say, I'm going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you'd be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader, Isaiah 55, 7 to 9. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly support him. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen and amen. Praise be to God. This is 
so good. This is so good. Next reader, Mark 4, 36 to 39. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as, as he was in the ship. And there went also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind. And the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder, the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and there awake him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou on cares not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Amen. Praise be to God. Next reader, Zechariah 4, 4 to 6. I asked the angel who talked with me, What are these, my Lord? He answered, Do you not know what these are? No, my Lord, I replied. So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Praise be to God. Amen, amen, amen. Next reader, Philippians 4, 5-7. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, should keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader, Luke seventeen twenty to 22 and when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said unto his disciples, The day will come when ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. Here ended the portion of Scripture, Luke chapter 17, verses 20 through 20. To God be given the glory. Praise be to God. Now, the one who is showing forth the Christ light, the Christ healing light, because that light, that Christ inside of you is a healing, not just a body healing, but a healing to all that ails. The one who is showing forth the Christ light, the Christ healing light, is the one who is not making a reality of error is not fighting it 
but in a peaceful recognition of the fact that God is the life of individual being quietly realized not by might nor by power but by my spirit one person sitting in a room in silence in a state of receptivity can have that silence and that peace which he experienced felt by a room full of people hear me one person one person on this line sitting in in a silence in in that silence in a, in a peace not that there's no noise around you but there's a inner peace sitting in a state of receptivity can have that silence and that peace which he experienced felt by a room full of people how then can we measure what can happen with little groups scattered around the world all maintaining this great power of silence if our consciousness is imbued with silence with peace then it is imbued with power healing takes place through our consciousness the state of our consciousness will determine the healing of those who come to us not that the healing power is always as a person the healing power is the presence of god the spirit of god appearing as individual consciousness there is a healing power in peace we do not have to do this healing power unless we have a consciousness that is at one with divine love we do not have this healing power none of us have we have it and we don't have it unless we have a consciousness that is at one with divine love a consciousness that is at one with the peace which passes all understanding when we go out into the business world if we really want to be successful if we want to sell something buy something or bring something to consumption any kind of business transaction we must carry a peace within us when we go out into the business world If we really want to be successful, if we want to sell something, buy something, or or any kind of business transaction, do as you do with healing. Be at peace. Go with peace in your consciousness. Do not go with a fearful or doubting consciousness or with a fretful consciousness. or you will impart that state of your consciousness to the one with whom you do business and he too will feel it go with this silence in your heart go in a state of peace if necessary before making your business call go off somewhere for a minute or sit sit down and get that sense of peace before you start out 
then see what that sense of peace will do. See what it has, it has already done. The state of peace is your consciousness in a state of receptivity. Don't underestimate this, this inner peace. It is powerful. It is the healing power. Don't think of it as you. It's the inner Christ in you. Ultimately, we are going to learn the greatest secrets of all. The secrets that has been known only to a very few. Hear me? Just listen to understand. I'm taking you to a place that I feel you're ready to go. So we are going to learn the greatest of all secrets. The secret that has been known only to a very few. The secret of what God is. If we study the scriptures, if we study the philosophers and the religious teachers of the world, we are likely to come to the conclusion that God is something very far off, something that is very seldom contacted, and something that very seldom answer prayer in accordance to our wishes, needs, or desires. Because the world has no knowledge of what God is. It keeps on generation after generation praying for world peace and not achieving it. Praying for individual prosperity and not achieving it. Praying for life, health, immortality and not achieving them. If we as Christians we should at least know where God is because Jesus told us. He told us that the kingdom of God is within you. That alone would have a wonderful foundation if only we had believed it. If our fathers and grandfathers and others who preceded us has, has spent the past 2,000 years seeking the kingdom of God within then by this time it would have been found and made manifest. Instead, all the generations which have preceded us have turned to some master on a platform or have turned their eyes up to the skies or have looked in every direction except the one where they were told to look within. The time has come in this century for us to begin looking for the kingdom of God within our own being for that is where we shall find God although I can tell you this you yourself will have to have it revealed to you from within your own being then you will find that God is life eternal and God is infinite consciousness. But you will find also one thing more than that. You will find that this divine universal consciousness is manifesting itself as your individual consciousness. So that ultimately you will be able to say, I and my father are one. We must know the nature of God and we must experience God. We should not go on for the next 10 years as we have been doing up to now, just talking about God. 
The time has now come when we must experience God. Let us not pass lightly because it is the most important part. We must see God while we are yet in the flesh. And that means you and me individually here and now without waiting to die. We must experience God through our periods of silence and periods of peace. You have to experience it now while we're in the flesh before you die. Every time you sit down, think of the statement of the Master. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Think about it every time you're in that quiet moment. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. The peace that passes understanding. Let yourself be engulfed with that peace. You will find the presence of God in that peace. And in that presence of God, you will find power. In that presence of God, you will find joy. In that presence of God, you will find dominion. In that presence of God, you will find healing. Healing not only for yourself, but for all those who have brought themselves within the atmosphere of your thoughts. Even if you don't know them, but by just them being around you, they're going to benefit. In the old way of teaching, we were always denying the error and affirming some truth. That's how we were taught. So we were taught to deny the error and affirm some truth. In this new approach, we are not going to affirm and we are not going to deny. We are going to sit quietly, achieve a sense of peace, and let that sense of peace do the work. Your mind is not Christ's mind. So, in this new approach, we are not going to affirm and we are not going to deny. We are going to sit quietly, achieve a sense of peace, and let that sense of peace do the work. We are going to prove that it is not the action of the human mind that heals. Hear me, somebody. We are going to prove that it is not the action of the he- human mind that heals. You see, the danger of believing that your affirmation or denial is necessary or that you have to think some kind of a thought it is that if you were in a position where you could not think you wouldn't you would be without any hope so if you can't think then you will be out any hope if you have to think some kind of fancy affirmation in order to get healed But that could never be true because so long as God is present, that is all that is necessary. So long as God is present, that is all that is necessary. When a thought is unfold to us from within, however, that is an entirely different thing. That is a divine revelation of God announcing the presence and the power of God. 
it is for that very reason that we spend so much time developing the listening ear, the state of receptivity. Begin now to change your old bias. If necessary, do it drastically. Do it by forcing yourself to take no thought. I'm asking you to come into a higher consciousness of the presence of God. A consciousness higher than that which you can attain through the action of the human mind. Let us move a step higher into that state of consciousness in which we would be if we were students of Jesus. He said, take no thought for your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink. Your father knoweth that you have need of these things. He said, consider the lilies, how they grow, they toil not, they spin not. Yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory will not array like one of these. So it is with us. Let us remember to adopt for ourselves that peaceful attitude of assurance and confidence which fills us with the peace and the power of God. Hear me somebody, please. It's time to let go of what people tell you and just listen to that sweet inner voice. So it is with us. Let us remember to adopt for ourselves that peaceful attitude of assurance and confidence which fills us with the peace and the power of God. That consciousness is the very presence and power of God itself. When we are not thinking or struggling with thought, when we are not fighting errors, our consciousness is the presence and power of God. This defined consciousness is not really in effect, not really effecting so long as the human mind is moving around in a circle. It is true that you cannot ever get away from the presence of God. That is true. But you do not benefit by it in such a state. Your benefit, you benefit only in the degree that peace descends upon you. Hear me please. You benefit from this presence only in the degree that peace descends upon you. Paul experienced this peace as the descent of the Holy Ghost, as the Spirit of God in man. These are terms used to describe what appears to us when we are not thinking, when the only thoughts filling our consciousness are God's thoughts. And by God's thoughts, I don't mean reciting the scripture or anything like that. I mean not fighting, not worrying with, with effects. In the silence, God fills our consciousness far more than when any thinking of ours is taking place. It is hard for us to imagine this state of being because we are so used to the idea that we must be thinking or that we must be holding a thought. That is not true. If we could have silence for the space 
of a half an hour true silence we'll find ourselves in heaven silence is God in action therefore when a problem confronts us whether our own or another let us sit down and find that silence and let the solution appear I will stop here for tonight Amen, amen, amen. I hope you understand what what I said. I hope you understand where God is leading you. Whether you understand or not, just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. Amen. You gotta work on yourself to get that inner peace. You gotta work on yourself. That means no fretting, no fighting effects. Don't be fighting effects. Just do what you have to do. Go and tackle everything with a peaceful mind. God bless you so. Amen. I love to hear what you have to say. Amen. Sometimes you guys give me so much wisdom. Pastor Gloria. Yes, Brother Mike. What a lesson. You're so, so on point. And it's ironic that everything you said tonight, I watched it play out just this evening. How we had a, in store a very young, talented um, young man. He's only in his early 20s, but had so much talent and ability. And I said to him, be very careful how you sit in the area waiting for your turn to serve a customer because the veterans that are there will put stuff in your head mess up your mind and they talk a lot of smack and will throw you off your game stick to the game plan you have the ability you have all the skill you need within you and as you read the scripture it just reflected where Jesus was in the storm he wasn't up on top of the boat with everybody seeing the negative and watching the problem and hearing the storm, but he was down in the belly of the boat asleep. And it is so true. When we're up in the foray of the excitement and the nonsense and we're seeing the turbulence and the negative and we start talking the negative like everybody else, we forget the fact that God is already inside us. He's in the belly of the ship. And the metaphor is there is that the Spirit of God is within us. And so when we truly believe that, we don't need to get caught up in the negative. Would you believe he should have left at 7 o'clock? He left at 5 minutes past 5. I met him going and I said, where are you going? He, he's fed up. He's just having a bad day. And he's leaving. Pastor Gloria, less than 10 minutes after he walked out, the person before me greeted a guest that was his guest, buying the most expensive piece that was in the store. That would have made his entire day. And he lost it because he left, because he got caught up worrying about the wind and the waves and the tossing of the ship and the turbulence instead of going back to what he was taught to stay within his own zone. And I heard it tonight and it just reminded me 
We cannot let the voices, the effects rule us. But we must always remember that the Spirit of God is within us. It's not outside. It's not in a preacher. It's not in a teacher. It's within us. And when we understand that and can rest in that thought, in His presence, in quiet prayer, and find God in us, then the miracle happens. So I thank you for it because it just solidified what I felt, but more than all, to remind myself to where I need to be. So God bless you, Pastor Gloria and everyone on the line. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you, Brother Mike. That was a beautiful analogy. God is within. The Christ is within. And it's not your mind, you know. See, you have to go a little further because it's not your mind. You, you, you can't have the mind of Christ. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. But you're right. If you if you get caught up in the effects, you're going to lose sight of what is in with is within you. Thank you, man of God. God bless you so. Anybody else? I would love to hear from all of you. Oh, Pastor Gloria. Oh, Pastor Gloria. Powerful, powerful. Pastor Gloria, you know, I want to say that tonight what you taught us and you said it emphatically you said what I am teaching you I want you to do it drastically so it means that you don't want us to build to it you are being prescriptive and you saying this is what I want you to do and I'm going to link this statement to when you spoke about take no thought. Pastor Gloria, you have been teaching about effect and as well that consciousness, individual consciousness. And what I saw tonight with your teaching is that thought is really an effect. And that is why if somebody comes to us with crap and we dwell on it we start to lose the efficacy of the consciousness and the confidence and the assurance that we have when we stay in the spirit so you are saying to us don't even take thought because thought is an effect so you are saying to me and I have said to myself Take no thought. And that is what God is saying. Because the first place that the effect of what people do or what people say or what we see comes to us through thought. And that is where we lose our footing. But you're saying to us tonight, I don't want you all to take any time with this, you know. Do it. Stop taking thought. So when the situation comes either good, either bad, either do not accept it, but go into that silent place of peace. Not a mind peace, but just an absence of mind peace. And Pastor Gloria, I got that tonight. And I said to myself immediately, 
this is how you're going to operate not immediately switch over what you have done is taught us exactly what you are teaching us through the spirit of God and what God downloaded to you you are living in and you're saying to us you're challenging us we have to live the same way as well and that's why there there cannot be any sympathy there cannot be any any feeling or emotion to what we have just heard to see you are demonstrating to us live what you are teaching us that God has downloaded to you so that we could be just as powerful and enjoy what God has told us to enjoy in this life. Thank you, Pastor Gloria. Thank you, Prophetess Natalie. You get it.